Greetings and salutations. I want to welcome everyone to another episode of the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. That's right. You are tuning into the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. And the first thing that I want to start this off is by um, acknowledging two people that I lost with over the last two weeks that were extremely impactful to my life that I know that I wouldn't be sitting here today having this conversation with you if it wasn't for these two people. One of those people is, is his name is Jesse Williams. Um, Jesse Williams was a childhood friend of mine um, that we were there for each other and we continued to grow past childhood. He was actually the best man in my wedding. Um, his middle name is the same middle name as my, my first son. Um, we went through highs and we went through lows together. Um, and I all, I always felt, um, that I'm going to get a little emotional. Um, I always felt, um, that we were brothers and we were not just friends. You know, my name, my, my initials are JLW. His, his initials are JLW. His, his, his name is Jesse, which is my father's name. I named, um, my middle, my middle, my, um, my oldest son. His middle name is LaVar after him. And then we had the same last name of Williams. So I always felt that we had a connection that was greater than friends. And I want to honor him, uh, with this episode. Um, and, and hopefully all the greatness that comes from it because he helped, um, and me in ways that he didn't even know, um, by being a better person. And then the second person is her name is Tina Saunders, um, which she died of, of, of cancer, which is something that's, it's near and dear to me. And she happened to also be his childhood girlfriend. Um, they, they separated over the years, but she was, um, she was his childhood girlfriend and her and her family were also impactful to me when I was being a knuckle hardhead. Um, when I was a youth, um, her and her family were there for me. I'll never forget there was a time that I actually got, you know, I was doing some, you know, what I mean, <laughs> I was doing some, some bad things in my life and, her mom and her family, they opened up their house to me. And then I ended up um, staying there with them for a short period of time. And they just embraced me. They embraced him. And we were just, you know, we were as a family. And that's something that has lasted for years and years and years all the way up until now. And she was there um, giving me um, her prayers and positive light when I was going through my cancer battle and as she was going through hers, I was giving her prayers and positive light. Um, but unfortunately she didn't make it, but she is not, um, she is not suffering anymore. So I just want to give a brief pause and silence, um, for them as, um, I appreciate and honor what they were in my life. So I'm going to give that brief pause right now. Tina and Jesse, you are loved, um, and I appreciate all that you have done for me and for this world, and you will be missed um, because you are both two amazing individuals.
And so you have inspired this episode. And so what is this episode going to be titled? Episode number 39, 30 plus nine. What is this episode going to be about? Well, it's very, very simple. You know, when you have tragedy and when you have things that come your way, there's there's almost this uh this awakening that happens in you and this drive to say, hey, I've got to do more. I've got to be better. Um, I've got to go harder than I've ever gone before because I have to make sure that my time on this earth counts. My time on this earth counts. Because the one thing that you don't want is you don't want to be on the other side of the, of the clock as it's ticking and thinking, what about, what if? So you want to make sure that you honor the people that have lost this world and their souls, their souls have gone up. You want to make sure you're honoring them by going harder than you ever gone before. And so this is what episode number 39 is going to be about. So the title of this episode is, what is my why? What is my why? Seems simple enough, right? But that why, man, is pretty big. So I'm going to start with telling you all what exactly is my why. So quite simply, my why is my family, my community, and and my tribe on a legacy level. My family, my community, and tribe on a legacy level. So I, it's not just about my family and my, 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 uh, my community and my tribe. It's about making sure that they're set up on a legacy level. So everything that comes from them is setting up generation after generation. It's building generational wealth, generational understanding, generational health, all of these things, this is why I do what I do. And this is something that I didn't know. And I'm going to give you some, some helpful tips um, and some points that can help you to get there. But this is not something that you just wake up and you understand what is your why. You've heard a lot of people talk about it. There's different motivational speakers. There's different um, leading seminars, people that have dedicated their entire life um, to what is the why, but I'm going to try to break it down in a very, very simple level um, because I'm going to be quite honest. I didn't listen to those people. I didn't read books on it. This is something that over time that I have grown to learn and love and it, and it drives me on a daily basis because for me, if I am the only one, and I've said this before, if I'm the only one eating, how can I truly be happy? If I'm the only one that's building generational wealth just for my family, how can I be happy? I don't like anything that attaches itself to the word selfish. I am more of of the, um, the train of thought of selfless. Like I want it to be about others. And I feel by doing so for others, you are going to get a million fold, not even a million. I don't want to put a limit on it, but you're going to just get infinity fold back to you by doing for others. And you have to make sure you're doing for the right others. That's that's you could talk up. You can listen about that in other episodes that I've talked about. But that's why I said my family, which is a word um, that has power, my community, which is important. And then my tribe. That is my why. 
But that is not something that I just, again, like I said, woke up one day and I said, you know what? This is, this is my why. As I started to go, go along my journey, there are certain things that helped me to get to that why. And I'm going to share those things with you. And this is out of the book of Bougie. Um, <laughs> you might be able, maybe if you, if you, you, you look at other, um, speakers, maybe be able to find, um, something that is similar to this. But this is 100% um, the book of Bougie um, written by Justin Williams um, that has helped me to be the best version of me. So we're going to start with number one. What do I value? What do I value? It's really, really important that you, you think about what has value to you. And so when I think about for me, which is my why, is my family, my tribe, um, and my community. Um, that has value to me. That has a vi- value that I can't even put uh, a dollar amount on it because it's something that I want to happen um, for generations to come. I want when I am um, dead and gone, um, I want to be able to know and feel comfortable as I lay back and before I take my last breath, I want to be able to to know that I made an impact that's going to help spread light, energy, and fertilize this ground um, for long after that I'm I'm gone. And so when I think about what is my value, that brings me to point number two. That value, does this bring me motivation? Am I motivated by that value? Well, I will tell you based off of my why 100% that I am motivated by that. But then you have to think about what is motivation. And that's number two. What is motivation? And does that motivation align with what I value? Because you've got to be, you got to be able to wake up in the morning and you've got to be able to no matter what is happening, no matter what bills may come, no matter what stress may come, no matter what is happening in the world, that it's still going to drive you and motivate you. And I can tell you, when I look at my children and I even just think of their future, I get excited and I get motivated. When I look into my, my children's eyes and I know that their future is bright, and it will be even brighter based off of how hard I work, how hard I push, how hard that I plant and sow into others. Because here's the other side of that. Sometimes, because you know, kids are on different levels. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not pouring into the 10 year old the same way I'm pouring into somebody that I'm mentoring that's 36. Like they have different, they have different levels. And so I sometimes it takes a, a, a laser focus for me to pour into the 10 year old. And that is my that is 100 percent everything that matters to me at that moment. But then sometimes I'm pouring into the, that that 36 year old that I'm mentoring or when I'm at the local high school and I'm talking to kids that are 17 and 18 that are not in my bloodline. Um, that has an, that has another focus that I have to be. Um, laser um, dialed into at that moment. So does that motivate me? Like when I can look at that question 
Does it motivate me and, and does it align with, with, um, with what I value? Absolutely. Because for me, it's all about bringing up the nation. It's all about bringing up the, the, the right people along the way and helping convert them into their greatness. And so what number three, and this is important. This might be a little bit long and drawn out, but I, I think it's important. Am I normally chosen or am I just a choice? Am I normally chosen or am I just a choice? Well, you got to think about what those what those words mean. So chosen is having being selected as the best or most appropriate. Having been been selected as the best or most appropriate. And so, you know, I love um, to tie this back into popular culture. And I so I think about um, <clears throat> I think about Star Wars. And so I think about when they were talking about the chosen one within Star Wars. And so there was a certain Jedi, which is Luke Skywalker, which was supposed to be the person that was chosen to bring balance to the force and to eliminate um, the dark forces, which was the Sith, the Dark Lord and, and, and the Sith. And I'm talking about some things that people probably don't even care about, but this is this is kind of what I, what what I tied into. And the reason um, that it was important to bring balance to this force because there's always the good and the evil, right? And then Skywalker was supposed to be that balance between the two. And what was interesting was those dark forces, they knew that eventually, that Skywalker was going to surpass both of them and become the grand master because he was so in tuned. He knew his why. He knew the assignment. And so he was going to execute that assignment. And by executing that assignment, it was going to um, destroy the darkness. Mm. Uh, I tell you something. Yeah. Every time I say some of these things and it, it just hits me in a, in a, in a different way. And, and then it, sometimes it, it makes the, the episode go in a different, in a different direction, but I'm going to try to try to hold to it because it's important, but I'm no, I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go there for a minute. When I'm talking, when I'm talking about being chosen, which is being selected as the best or the most appropriate, you have to understand that that's a tough assignment. And everybody is not built to be chosen. Everyone is not built for the assignment. That's why you are the chosen one. Because then when you, when you think about the choice, people that are just a choice, well, what is a choice? A choice is an act of selecting or making a decision when faced with two or more possibilities. You're just in the, you're just, you're just in a box of choices. There's many, there's, there's millions and millions, infinity of choices that are, that are put out there, but there's only one that is the chosen one. And so when you think about your why, you think about, has this why been selected for me? Is this why gonna, 
going to wake up in the morning. I'm going to wake up in the morning and it's still going to retain its value. Am I going to wake up in the morning and it's still going to motivate me? If it doesn't, if it does not answer those questions, then it might not be the right why. And that doesn't mean that you're out here wireless <laughs> instead of wireless. That doesn't mean that you're out here wireless. That just means that you need to you need to reevaluate and look and see what is your why, because that why might be designed for someone else, because we can sometimes look at other people's why and what's driving them. And they'll be like, yes, I just want to do that. You don't know the struggles that that person had to go to for, or, or are actually going through for that. Why? You have no idea. That's why it's important for you to be so in tune with yourself and understand what motivates you and what is your value. Oh, man, I'm getting getting a little hype here. And so number four is what makes me happy. What is it that actually makes me happy when I when I think about my why and when I think about the joy and the uplifting of my community. When I think about my tribe, which is really my inner circle going to the next level. When I think about my family and them on a legacy level being progressive, that gives me nothing but sheer joy. Nothing but joy. Like I get so excited when I think about others winning. I have a, a, a select group of of. Uh, friends which are in the community and then tribe mates people that I consider to be in my tribe I sometimes I wake up and because all of these people are in a line because tribe is a very very important thing it's not something that you just say hey come on in and you join the tribe um, it's something that is extremely important and so when I think about the tribe being successful and winning and building legacy level wealth health it it makes me bubble with joy and sometimes i have to control it because sometimes it will take it will take you over and all of a sudden you lose an understanding and then you'll miss alignment because you're focused on just one side of your why like if when i tell you my why is my family uh, my community and my tribe some of those take um different levels of input at certain time Sometimes my 10 year old um, is the only thing that matters because of what she's going through. And then sometimes um, the 36 year old that I may be mentoring or the kids that are in school um, that I'm that I'm dealing with, they may be they may be what's the most important at that time. So you have to make sure that there's balance and kind of bring comes comes back to that chosen one and, and the Jedi and being um, bringing balance to the force. You can only be chosen to bring balance to your force. And there's different forces that are out there, which is your why. Mm. There are different forces that are out there. And those different forces are different whys. So you have to be very, very clear about your why. And this is what I'm trying to help you do today. And so if I am happy, and, 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 and if this if this why so far, I've gotten down to these points, I've gotten to number four and I'm like, yes, this is making me happy. Then you have to think about what makes you sad. What is it that brings you down? What is it that just sucks your life force? 
What is it that sucks your energy? What is it that just knocks you off of alignment so where you're not focused on that why? And then you have to answer, you have to ask yourself this. Is this thing that makes me sad? Is it either just something that's just completely negative and I stay away from it? You can see it as clear as day. It's something that I don't need to be um, associated with in any way. I stay away from it. Or you have to do some self-reflection and say, am I embracing this sadness by my own actions? Am I bringing this on to myself? Am I the reason that this sadness is actually here and it planted itself and rooted in my life? And if the answer to that is yes, you need to work on eliminating that and eliminating your knobs, eliminating what is is causing you this sadness. And then number six, which is which is also important, they're all equally important. But as you look at them, you'll put which number one, number four, number two, you'll you'll be able to understand what comes when. But I think that this is really the order that they should flow. Number six, if you have identified the value, the motivation, um, have you been chosen for this? Is it making me happy? Um, identifying the sadness and eliminating that. Then there's number six, which is to just go. Just keep going and going and going. And I'm going to tell you before. Well, no, let me actually say what is the definition first of go. So the definition of go is a change in level, amount or rank in a specified direction. Change in level, amount or rank in a specified direction. When you just go, you don't think about the levels you just continue and you go. Because if I say to myself, hey, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to reach level 10. Well, what did I do? I just set the limits for myself by putting it at a level 10. What if my destiny was level 1 million or level infinity and continue to go? Because for me and my why and building a community, a tribe and my family, um, that's huge. That's big. Maybe level 10 is not enough. So you have to be focused on the go. And I'm going to tell you why this one really, really resonates with me and what I was going to say earlier. You know, I talked about my two friends that that died. And death is something that's never easy. Never. Even if you know that people are going through pain, even if you know that maybe the best place for them is to be in the next phase of life, which is the which is the afterlife. You still hurt and you still feel because you love you love these individuals. And I was going through something like, and I'm still going through it. I'm still dealing with it. I'm still I'm still going through a healing process. And you start to wonder for different reasons. You know, my one three, my one friend. You know, he has some situations that were going on in his life. And and me and this gentleman, we we were working at the same place. We liked the same things. You know, we hustled the same way. Um, and then you feel this guilt because you're here and they're not. And then I think about my other friend 
who we were going through the same type of battle in this health battle. And I start to feel, well, why am I here? What, what makes, what makes it that I am still here and this person is not? And as I start to think about that, and you know, I don't have all, I don't have all the answers. You know, I'm, I'm not Yoda. You know, I'm not, you know, I've not, uh, have reached that master Yoda level of, of, of understanding yet. So I, I still struggle, even though that I'm going through here and I'm talking and I'm communicating with you all on this podcast, but I still have my faults and I still have my weaknesses. And I, and I wonder like why, and I start to feel this remorseful feeling. But here is the kicker. Here is when I started to get into the zone and go into a level of go. Because I am not going to disrespect their life and their legacy by thinking about why not me? I'm going to go for us because my why is my community, my tribe, and my family. So that means if they're not here, I have to go even harder so I can continue on for them and make my time on this earth matter. I have to make sure that my time on this earth matters for all because I'm selfless, not selfish. I'm selfless. So I have to make sure that every moment and every ounce of my being is about is going towards my why. And because they have now physically and spiritually spiritually left this earth, that is now going to be the fuel for my why. Because I'm doing it for them because they've mattered to me because they were in my (laughs) because they were in my tribe. They were in my family and they were in my community. So I'm going to go hard for them. Because they can no longer go here. And then when they're looking down on me, they can be happy and excited that I am doing this for us. Because that is my why. So hopefully these six points will help equip you with enough information to achieve your why. Because that Because without a why, you walk around wonderless and you and you can be fooled by anybody else and negative influences. If you don't know the why and what you're doing, it will drive every single thing that you're doing. But none of this will happen. And before we even got to point one of this, none of this will happen if you don't believe in you and believe in your ability to to actually achieve the why. Because there's one thing that can be said, you can know exactly the why, but if you don't believe that you're able to achieve it, you'll always be wondering, well, what if, well, can I do it? Like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to do it. No, no, that's not my why. That's not the right why, because I can't do it. You've got to believe in yourself. And I'm going to tell you, as part of my tribe, I believe in you and your ability to do it. I have so many friends that have started so many businesses. Um, 
And these businesses are passions of theirs. And I look at it and as I look at the points that I have here, I think about it and I'm like, yeah, this is 100%. This is your why. You're, you're in the zone. Like you're vibing. And I believe in you, but I can't believe in you more than you believe in you. So hopefully steps will do this. So what, what happens now? Well, there's the homework. First, I want you to identify, do you have a why? And if you do have a why, it's a very, very good exercise if you go through step one through six of what I shared with you today, which I'm going to read for you again, which is one, what do I value? Two, what is my motivation? And does that motivation align with my value? Three, am I normally chosen? Or am I just a choice? Four, what makes me happy? And if I if I understand and I know my happiness, then I need to understand what makes me sad. And then when you understand what makes you sad, then you need to identify, is it just something that's negative I should just stay away with? Or am I actually embracing that sadness by my own actions? Self-check. And then number six, once you've gone through all of that, there's nothing left but to just go. I want you all to know that every single episode, you are 100% the driving force behind what I say, what I say, and what I do, what I do. It started off for the self-healing for myself, and it continues to be a self-healing for myself. But by that self-healing, I am I am getting so much positive feedback. I'm getting people that are telling me that, hey, you know what? I'm going to share this with my daughter or, you know what? This made me rethink things or, you know what? I'm going to sit here and I'm going to have this conversation um, with my loved one. And I can tell you that does nothing but fuel and give me um, continued fuel for my why, because my why is the legacy level level building of my community, my tribe, and my family. Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of the JW podcast, known as the Black and Bougie Experience. That's right. You are tuning in to another episode, which is episode number 39. What is my why of the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience? I thank you. And I hope you all tune in again and again. Be inspired and stay bougie.